Hey girl, do you find yourself eating a meal and your stomach is growling only an hour later? Or what about you give yourself the opportunity to have a small treat, yet that sends you into a spiral and you end up eating all the sweets and continue to crave sweets? In today's episode, I'd love to share with you four tips that have helped me in finding the foods that work for me and the foods that I have implemented into my in my weekly schedule, into my in my daily routine that really have kept me from the binge and from cravings. So stick with me today and find out these four tips. Hey girl, welcome to the podcast She Breaks Free. I'm Tara Josie, a wife, mom, fitness professional, and recovered obsessor of diet and exercise. If you're ready to finally break free from what you're supposed to do and find out what's best for you, gain solutions on a diet that works for your body and learn fitness strategies to change your health, this podcast was made for you. As always, you can find out more or connect with me in our Facebook group, She Breaks Free. Okay, it's time to put your big girl pants on, lay that cookie down. Let's get into today's show. have been so many times in my life that I have tried to do the all or nothing, completely cut sugar out, thinking that that was going to be helpful. And I would do it time and time again, all to come to this end point of binging on the, the thing that I was trying to keep myself away from. So I would do well for a couple weeks. I think maybe even one time I went for a whole month. And then when I had the opportunity to eat something sweet, it sent me way over the edge. And then I'd end up eating, you know, the whole, the whole batch of cookie dough or, or whatever it was that I had made, you know, I like to cook. So, or I like to bake really. Uh, and I'd make a batch of brownies and eat the brownie batter, you know, whatever it was, I would just go into this downward spiral. And for so long, this is what I did. I just thought, okay, let me, let me cut sugar, do a sugar detox, cut it all out and I'll be fine. Well, that worked for only a period of time, but but in my mind, in my behavior patterns, I always would go back to it at some point and then binge on it. And it was either I it was either all or nothing for me, and I felt like I was such a failure, like how can I not do this? What's wrong with me? The shame that I felt, like why can't I control myself? And really over the years, the last few years have learned that you know, we've got to figure out how our body operates and how we best can change our behaviors. And it's, it's been a journey. Um, how can you reach your goals? Like asking, how can you reach your goals and stop obsessing about food and still have food that satisfies for me? This was like, it was very hard because I just had, again, had this all or nothing mentality. And so many of us do, and it's really coming to a place of, trusting yourself and really finding out what works, what foods work for you. So I want to share today the four tips that I've used that find that help that have helped me find foods that work for me and how I can implement them throughout my week so that I don't feel deprived on the weekends that the, the, the time that I always struggled, right? Was at the end of the week on the weekends, you felt like it was, you know, game on, you know, I don't feel that way anymore. It's really eating the same every day of the year, this 365 uh, mentality. So the first tip I want to share is to really identify the good foods you already eat. So what are the things in your diet that are healthy, that you enjoy, 
that are a part of your everyday daily nutrition. Really identify what those are and build on that. First of all, what foods keep you full, satisfied, and help manage your cravings? What foods are those? They should be foods that you are continually eating. This is identifying those those good foods. So for me, for example, you know, I have this protein pancake uh, recipe that I got from Fat Loss Lifestyle School, and I love them. They're so good and very filling. And I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm satisfied and I don't feel hungry in another hour. Whereas I used to eat a bowl of cereal for breakfast years ago, I'd eat a bowl of cereal for breakfast. And by 10, 10 o'clock, I'd be like, I'm starving. Why am I starving? I ate breakfast. Well, the breakfast was awful, right? It was probably full of sugar, having, having cereal, depending on what it is, you know, and where the, where the protein, where is that right? In cereal. The second piece here in tip number one is to ensure that you're good you're getting that these at least 80% of the time, I've talked about this 80-20 rule, is 80% of the time you're shooting for the things that are healthy, that are good, that are fueling you correctly, and making sure that you're implementing those 80% of your of your week. Then and then good foods. Thirdly, here, good foods that help you maintain your blood sugar. Uh, you know, that basically that relates to your energy levels, right? So eating a huge meal at lunchtime, when you come back from lunch, let's say you go out to eat, you know, during your work day, and it's really a larger lunch than you're used to eating. And you come back, I mean, I'm, I'm done, like find me with my head at the desk, right? So the blood sugar is, is, has been elevated. Now you're crashing. Um, it's super important for you to really figure out what foods are going to help you do that. And maybe it's a smaller lunch. Maybe it's a, you know, salad with good protein that's very satisfying, but it's not a huge meal that's going to send your blood sugar super high. Um, and of course, the content of what that meal is is also going to have an effect on your blood sugar. So that's tip number one. Identify those good foods that you're already eating. Secondly, tip number two is identify the bad foods that you seek out when you're craving something. What are those bad foods? And A, can you find a healthier alternative to it? So for example, if you're somebody who craves chocolate, can you reach for maybe a, do you like dark chocolate? So for me, I, I do, I love chocolate. Uh, I'm a sweets person. And so finding a dark chocolate that you really can enjoy and savor and maybe having that as your alternative instead of like a Snickers bar or a Reese's cup, or maybe you like a Reese's cup. Maybe you, you know, have only half of it instead of the whole thing. What is it? What is a healthier alternative here? B, choose smaller portions. So let's say you choose that Reese's cup. Well, instead of eating, you know, whether it's a regular size or a, you know, whatever call it, it's king size, just eat one cup instead of the two that you normally eat. Or if you're somebody who eats all four, try to eat just one and give yourself and allow yourself that, that opportunity to do that. When do you typically eat these things? Is it random? Are you doing this always at night? Is it, a, is it habitual? Is it after every single meal, you have to have something sweet? Is this a habit that's been created? You've got to figure out like, do you really need this? Are you really seeking this if you've had a satisfying lunch or satisfying dinner do you really need this and if it's just a matter of i just want I just want a little taste then begin to trust yourself to have just a little bit maybe 
once a day, just a very small portion once a day so that you're not trying to white knuckle it all through the week. And then you end up, you know, going way overboard on the weekend and really, you know, shooting, shooting an arrow through your goals and just blowing everything up. I mean, it's super important to really figure out, okay, how can I use these bad foods that I have in my diet? What can I eliminate or what can I switch into a healthier alternative? Maybe that's, um, if you're somebody who likes salty, salty, crunchy, you know, instead of having potato chips, maybe you go, go for carrots and hummus or, you know, celery and hummus or something that, or maybe it's just a very small portion of chips and not half the bag, right? So figuring out what's going to work, it, it takes time and it takes practice. Tip number three is to use what we call buffer foods. Buffer foods are really something that can be a replacement food or something that can can help help even out the highs and lows of us thinking that we got to eat super healthy or that again that all or nothing highs and lows of where we go sometimes with with food. For example, if you're somebody who enjoys wine, alcohol, whatever, can you find an alternative even just two two or three days out of the week instead of like depending on how frequent that you are consuming alcohol? If let's say you enjoy, enjoy a glass of wine, well, maybe you cut that in half and maybe you only have one during the week and one on the weekend instead of three or four throughout the week. Again, really getting rid of the all or nothing mentality and think about what are the things that I can implement that can help me manage my goals and keep satisfied at the same time. Choosing um, something for, for example, maybe one night of the week you're replacing your wine and you're drinking uh, a LaCroix or something and you put it in your wine glass so that it still feels like it's something special that you're drinking. It may not taste the same, but over time, the more you practice this, the more your taste buds are going to begin to enjoy the things that you're practicing to, to train yourself to enjoy. I know it sounds crazy, but it, it works. I have tried it. You know, at first I didn't like LaCroix. I didn't like the sparkling waters, but I love the carbonation in drinks. And, you know, I, I'm a Diet Coke. I know it's not healthy, but I enjoy a Diet Coke. And, but if I try to replace my Diet Cokes, I'll use that LaCroix with that. And at first it was like, these aren't sweet enough. But over time, I have come to really enjoy and satisfy and think that they are sweet enough because my taste buds have changed towards them. Again, it's all about practice. Using things like bacon bits to put on your salad or using a full fat dressing, you know, only use only use the portion, the, the serving size that's recommended, but using a full fat dressing to help keep you satisfied so that you don't feel like you're missing out on the things that you enjoy, but yet you're doing it in such a way that you're beginning to trust yourself and, and get rid of this all or nothing mentality. Also using cheese to, to sprinkle on your salad. You don't have to have a whole handful, right? It's not, again, all or nothing. Using some of that stuff, the buffer foods, to help you throughout your week so that you're not getting to the weekend after you've done your very best all week to stay on track and then the weekend comes and then you have a weak moment and there you go. You're kind of right back in it. All the calories that you feel like you've done a great job with all week long are shot because you've just overeaten, you know, two of the meals at on the weekend and then had like multiple desserts. So 
it really is a balance and a practice. The last tip I want to share is something called using intermittent sampling. You know what, if, if this is, this really is something that has really changed my view on food and really the ability to say, you know what, I don't have to stop eating the things that I enjoy, but I can do it in such a way that I trust myself around it. And again, it is a practice, but intermittent sampling is basically finding that, say that sweet or that salty thing and just taking bites of it, just taking a couple couple bites of it, whatever that might be. So if sweets are your bad food, implement a little each day, just like I shared earlier. And maybe it's only a, a miniature Reese cup. Maybe it's only a square of dark chocolate. Being able to intermittent sample these things throughout your week can really save you when it comes to the weekend because you don't feel like you've, you've kind of deprived yourself all week. If salty is your bad food, then just eat a very, very small portion daily. You know, instead of binging on the bag of chips on Saturday, how about have three small portions throughout the week? And eventually you're going to be like, I don't really care that the chips are in the pantry on Saturday when I'm like looking for something to do. I'm not going to go in there and eat half the bag. You know, really being able to, to figure out how to kind of add these things in, sample them, take a couple bites here and there and be done with it. And that way you're not setting yourself up for that deprivation in the long run. Creating moments throughout your day that allow you to eat the not so healthy at different periods of time so that it sets you up for success down the road. Not restricting until the weekend because we all kind of get into this place of deprivation will always lead to that binge. And it just really doesn't, we can't get around that, especially for those of us who are focused on food quite a bit. You know, it really can make a difference if you're, if you put these things into practice. I hope that you have gained something from these. And just real quickly, the first tip is to identify those good foods you already eat, focus on trying to eat those 80% of the time, and really enjoy what you're eating. The tip two is to identify the bad foods, foods and seek out when you're craving those things. Can you make that a healthier alternative? Tip three is using buffer foods. For example, using LaCroix instead of wine, using bacon bits on top of your salad, a little bit of cheese on your salad, you know, whatever that might be that's savory and satisfying to you, that doesn't make you feel like you're eating bland food all week long so that come the weekend comes, you're not going crazy. Lastly, to use intermittent sampling, having a, a Reese cup here and there throughout the week, you know, a miniature one or a square of dark chocolate or whatever that looks like for you, a couple bites of ice cream, you know, whatever that is for you so that you don't find yourself deprived all week long. Again, I hope this has blessed you. I hope that you can gain something from it. And again, it's really all about practice, beginning to trust yourself so that you can really find that freedom around food. If you'd like more information or would really just like to jump into our Facebook group and kind of get the updates on when the podcasts are coming through, would love to connect with you there. Our she Breaks Free is the name of the Facebook group. And if that doesn't work for you, would love for you to connect with me via email. You can email me at Tara J, T-A-R-A-J at dietditching.com. Would love to hear your story and would love to answer any questions that you might have. Take care and God bless. 
If you have been blessed today, you can thank me big by heading over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a written review of the show. I would be so grateful. Secondly, if you want to connect with me and others who are like-minded, go to Facebook and join She Breaks Free group. It's a private group where you can feel safe and always share your heart. I will be there to answer questions, provide tips, and help you in your journey to freedom. Here's to you breaking free. God bless.